BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. He was pretty hideous. Because in Colorado, I thought they were mostly into ass. I didn't realize that they were also into ball sacks. Hang on. Don't put that second rock in your ass. Full on tongue. Hello and welcome. From theballerlifestyle.com, it's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode number 258 of the program. Very, very stoked to have you in our world. If you would like to reach out, you can do so via the email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Say this at the top of the show every week. Voicemail. 949-464-TBLS Join our Facebook page. We got like the we got some good dudes on Facebook, but it would be nice to have some new voices there. The Baller Lifestyle podcast on Facebook. Um, and of course, always 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 uh, review if possible our show on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Join our Patreon, or yeah, our Patreon page, where we're due to do some new Patreon content, so that you'll have some new stuff there soon. patreoncom slash lifestyle. and of course the subreddit blowing up. I just checked today, thirty-three subredditors in our on our subreddit page. I don't know the terminology. Uh, but go there. It's kind of funny. He makes a, uh, the subreddit guy, Mike Vick did nothing wrong. I'm not sure what he means with that handle. He, um, he puts up a new post for every show. So you can talk about stuff specific to the show. Likes, dislikes. I would like to know more. And maybe that's a good place for it. I would like to just do a little canvassing of the audience and see the things you like and dislike about what we do here. Unless it's me, then you can go fuck yourself. Joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Uh, happy birthday to Eddie Grant. Oh, the um, Electric Avenue? Yeah, love that song. Is he still with us? He is, 71st. Wow, good for him. Good for him. Um, I gotta say, you know, some celebrity deaths bum you out, some just you move on. Luke Perry bummed me out. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm well bummed. known to, to love that show. But he was the cool guy on that show. I always I dug him, and and like as uh, like when he was interviewed on Howard Stern and during 
when he was on that show. He was always a cool guy. He was cool, uh, cool, not a cool guy, but a cool character on Oz. He's a good actor, but it seemed like a real nice guy. I was bummed about Luke Perry. Um, yeah, totally agree. I didn't, I wasn't, I mean, I'm familiar with 90210, mostly in reruns. I've seen it. I've been around when it's on. We did a we did a nine zero two one zero episode, episode one hundred of the Baller Lifestyle podcast. In fact, was a was dedicated to nine zero two one zero because Ed Daly and friend of the show Travis Rogers are the two are the world's two foremost nine zero two one zero experts. Yeah, that was um, a so fun show. go back. I I reposted that today on Twitter. Go to my Twitter at Brian Beckner, and you can link to it there. But it's on the website. Just search 90210 on lifestyle.com. But this is a bummer because Luke Perry was one of these guys that just seemed like a nice guy. Like you you hear people talk about him and everyone's like, oh, he was so cool. He, you know, he helped his neighbors. He was just all the people on set always said he was so friendly, nice to the crew. Just no one ever had a bad word to say about the guy. He wasn't like running around punching photographers and doing coke in LA. I mean, maybe he was, but you just didn't, you never heard about it. You never heard a, a bad word said about the guy. And he's a young guy. Yeah. In good shape. And, yes. A young, healthy guy. His career was going well. He had kids. He was um, engaged. I think it just, just a random thing. And I guess I heard today, that when you ha- when so a, a third of strokes happen to people under the age of sixty five, I think. Oh, no. And apparently, that's when they can be most fatal. Because while I'm not exactly sure what a stroke is, I know that it's something that affects the brain. And apparently, in older people, your brain has shrunk because your brain's already tapping so goddamn out. long. <laughs> yeah, so that when you when you have a stroke when you're old and your brain swells, there's room inside your skull for your brain to swell up a little bit. Whereas if you're younger and you have a stroke, your brain is still regular size and there's no room for your brain to swell inside of your skull. I don't I don't yes. know how good that information is, but it sounded good to me. Either way, it's just it's a real bummer. RIP Dylan McKay, Luke Perry. Great dude, gone way too soon. 52 years old is just too yeah. fucking young Bummer. to die. Awful. I had a friend when I was like, wow, that's crazy. And he's like, yeah, I think Patrice O'Neill was around the same age when he had the stroke. And it's like, yeah, yeah. but if you looked at the two guys and said, which one is going to have a stroke? Yeah. One and seemed pa- like a bigger candidate. And Patrice O'Neill, I believe, was diabetic and he was, you know, 400 pounds right. and super doesn't, fucking do, funny. I can only imagine. It's not a tragedy, but like, yeah. it's not as surprising. Yes. Um, I'm happy to report I've already started and bailed on two documentary series this past weekend. Oh, fascinating. Leaving, Nether- leaving Netherland, Neverland. Oh, yeah. I got it. Why don't they just name it Bad yeah. Parents? Yeah. You know, we yeah. we got it. I I mean, it's it's sad and disturbing. I mean, I got all the way till, like, I just wanted to know how how the thing started, and when yeah. it's like, oh, and then Michael taught me about masturbation. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I guess. Yeah, it's but it's like, pretty how, heavy. How do you get to that point? It was bad moms. Um, yeah, and Lorena, the uh, multi part. Oh no, fuck that. Fuck that. I got oh. to the severed penis. No, and uh, I saw it. 
And I gotta say, pretty healthy looking dick considering a dick is essentially a blood bag. And so there's no blood in it. Right. So if it's cut off and there's nothing in it, I mean, it was, it was substantial enough for having nothing in it. Did they reattach? They reattached, but I didn't get, I, as soon as I saw the picture, like they're talking about what happened. And again, like, I do appreciate that they're trying to retell the story that she used to just be the crazy woman. And it's like, no, the guy repeatedly raped and beat his wife. Yeah. He was a terrible dude. And that's what I think the whole thing, but it's like a, um, however many part series. And I was probably like a half hour into the first one and I got it. You're like, I've seen enough. And that's, that's how I felt about Michael Jackson. I'm like, I was like 35 minutes in and it was a two part thing. And the first part was two hours. I got it. Yeah. It's a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm pretty balls deep into the um, Michael Jackson one, I will say. Well, I've watched the first – there's two parts. I watched the first part over you know, a few sessions, and it's – I don't know. I'm just like I'll definitely watch the whole thing, but I know what you're saying. Don't you just want to strangle the parents the whole time? Yeah. I mean you want to beat him up too, but those parents, what? The one – the Aussies. Yeah. They fucking moved continents. Yeah, I w- <laughs> to be closer to Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson put them up in an oak wood. They left. They left half the family behind so that they could be closer to Michael Jackson because this little boy was friends with an, a fucking adult man <laughs> who claimed he was nine years old. Like, oh, but he's well, just got the personality of a nine-year-old boy. Okay, but that's a bigger red flag. That's not – Well, that was – yeah, that was part of the discussion for me. How much of that was an affectation for him to be able to do what he wanted to do, to always be around Lord. children? That he – maybe he was emotionally stunted, sure, but he was also this mogul. Like he, was, he had to be a man in some ways. Well, like, he, he yeah, was, he had a whole this massive team success. working for him. Right. So I don't, I, he could have been a nine year old boy all the time. It just seemed like that was a good way to be able to always walk around holding hands with other small children. And I know that, you know, in the, in the story, they talk about one, both, both guys have, and I heard somebody talk about this today, how they're like, I guess Wade, and we don't need to get too deep into this, but I guess Wade Robson in Michael Jackson's criminal trial was testified for the defense and he was like in his early 20s at the time and i heard somebody saying today well he should have known like that was his chance to speak out as if it's like too late now to be telling a story and it's also like um people are like oh he's trying to get money or whatever which is always a fucking just weird place to go to for me like i don't like if this really happened to him give he deserves all the money but it's also if you haven't been through this kind of trauma as as a as a very young child and they both talk about it how they hated what he was doing to them but then when he left them when he basically broke up with them for different young children that they felt like they weren't special anymore like they didn't matter and much in the in the, in the way you when you go through an adult breakup and it just you just can't imagine how it rewires the psyche of how of every decision you make throughout the rest of your life when you when you're a little child and you're victimized like this and the people like you said Ed the people that are in charge 
of protecting you they let you have down. failed. They've they yes. completely let you down. They're intoxicated by fame, and it's disgusting. This is a fucking yeah. adult man. He's he's molesting the kid while the fucking mom and sister are sleeping on the couch. Yeah, the, in the next room. The uh, the one the Pepsi commercial kid. His mom was like, "Oh, but we got to meet Stevie Wonder and uh, uh, Harrison Ford." Yeah, it's like he gave him the whip. Great. I was like, "Wait, could he do that? Could he? That's a that's a prop." Yeah, they kind of use away. those on the Temple of Doom set. And then the mom's like, and then over time, our hotel's rooms got further and further apart. Yeah. Well, I saw that. Okay, but there was a quick fix. If you said nobody is sleeping with my boy, right. then you're always in the same room. Yeah. Then if all you got to do is say no, my kid stays with me, and then all of a sudden you don't get, you're just don't have to worry about it because you're not invited on any more trips. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, uh, that's about it. Uh, another okay. another time my my mentions blew up. I forgot to mention last week. It was you fighting with a bunch of people over uh, some singer that you like. You did a oh, lot of yeah, Ryan, you were real Ryan Adams. Yeah, I didn't even know the guy. I googled him. I was yeah. like, he doesn't yeah. ring a bell at all. I know. Well, but he's not. He wasn't in your wheelhouse. But you were lashing out. It's kind of weird. Uh, I, no, I don't think I was. I mean, I was. You like I wait having, till I was Slipknot falls down. You know you, well, were, was, you were like pretty joke. angry about it. I did, I just no, no. That's like was, what, what's going on here? It was it was all it was all said in jest. Oh. That was the the vibe was not there was no. But um, it kind angry. of came across as the uh, Usher herpes chick because there were like oh. there were like forty mentions. Talking right, about but I don't. Th- I don't think that the people that I was actually having the conversation with got that. You know, thought that I was actually okay. Mad. I just ignored it yeah. after you know yeah. trying to understand, and I didn't know if you're like a uh, his his name's Ryan Adams, right? Ryan Adams, yeah. Yeah, you're not like a Ryan Adams truther guy, are you? I'm not. He's he's sort of a bad guy, although I wouldn't. He's not. I wouldn't call him an abuser, but he's definitely a bad person. But I will say this: I write some pretty fucking great songs, but I. Again, <laughs> this is different from Michael Jackson, which I can understand is a little tougher. But he, you just you can't watch sports. You can't do anything if you're right. yeah, if you're really. I mean, think of the amount of movies that Harvey it's Weinstein everybody. produced. Like yeah. you, you have to yeah. separate, or else you'll you'll go crazy. And everybody gets lumped together, and it's I don't know. Yeah. I think we'll have a resetting of the yeah. parameters at some point soon. Right. Right. But hey, if you want to fucking step to me about Ryan. Now, the one guy I did get mad at was the guy I can't remember. Oh, I said that Black Panther was a shitty movie. I I said I haven't seen Black Panther, but I know it sucks. And some guys like, "You're a fucking racist." <laughs> I mean, I just you were kind of but you were kind of put it out there to I could. Not because the people, not because the cast was black, <laughs> because it's a comic book movie. No, but like, you said, you said just stuff. looking at it, like it's, I can see how somebody who doesn't know you, I, I knew what you meant when you say something like yeah. that, but I could see the, I mean, people assume I'm joking. It. It's not like I'm, uh, you know, it's not like I'm about to become a Celtics fan or anything. Like it's just, <laughs> assume I'm joking, all right? Yeah. Playing uh, lots of drop, okay. drop kick Murphy's. Boston hey, to die. Remember, remember last week. Uh, we got. I can't remember exactly what happened, but we had a voicemail. Oh, he said farewell till March. 
Yeah, it was Manuel, right? And he he left us a voicemail. He said, "I'm just taking a break for a while. I'm not." I'm not going to be uh, calling in anytime soon. You won't have me to kick around anymore. Until March. And I'm not going to call back till March. Well, what was the what was the date on Wednesday? I guess last Wednesday? That was still February. Yeah, but that was February 26th when we did the last podcast, right? Yeah, so the next day, February 27th, it appears that another voicemail was left. <laughs> so we couldn't even finish the I Will Remember You, Sarah McLachlan song as wow. in images of Manuel in slow motion. And while I, while I have to say that I'm, I'm – and I mentioned last week how, how not having Manuel call in would kind of bum me out because I wouldn't get to play the Manuel song. This Manuel song, I cannot get it out of my head. I always find myself humming along and singing the lyrics like in the shower and stuff. It's such an earworm. It's so catchy. It's so good. It's I almost need Manuel to stop calling in because I'm I might go insane from playing the Manuel song. I, I was in I think it was CVS. And yeah. that song came on, the real oh my version. God. Yeah, and I couldn't stop. <laughs> I yeah. kept just uh, in my head, just doing the 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 words of. Uh, and he's even worse than ish ish ish. Well, so what's fucking here? boring. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, that's the part. Oh, hold on. it's a, oh that the, the quick time's just spinning. It's the computer is like, don't play the Manuel yeah. song. Computer's like, no mas. I'm I'm tired. Oh, there it is. He's so easy to hate Your time he likes to waste His calls are far from great His calls are far from great He's such a stupid fuck He seems down on his luck His voicemails really suck His voicemails really suck No one's enjoying him He's so annoying Plus so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His faults are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Oh, he's Manuel in Gardenia. Oh. So, let's check in. Maybe this is a... Maybe this is an additional... Goodbye from our good friend Manuel. Let's see again. It's it's two minutes long, so it's, we're gonna have to squeeze it down here. Thanks a lot, there, sweet snatch boys, ballers, big ballers, shot callers, yep. all that good stuff. Yep. What's up? You know who the hell it is? Yep. Hey, uh, I know hell. Day late, dollar early. However the hell the go- saying goes. Mm-hmm. February twenty seventh. Told you guys I wasn't gonna call back till March. Um, but, uh, hell, here I am. Here's the thing, man. I got to give major props to my man, Easy Edward Daly. All right? Bri, Bri, you know, you're my dude. Yep. But Easy Edward Daly stole the show last week for this reason. That punk, Cooch, Big Cooch, also known as Matt Coocher, you guys were right spot on on that whole situation. We both said That piece of crap. 
tried to pull that because the caddy was from Mexico. Yep. yep. And I don't appreciate that no, as a Mexican-American. Me either. And like Easy Edwards said, this is what I told one Jim Rome on live radio air was, uh, that guy needed to come correct and pay that caddy the 10% that you would pay stateside, which ended up being a little over 150 gur. Now, he cut that 50 grand check after all that egg came back on his face because right. he looked like an asswipe, which he's proven to be. However, Easy Edward nailed it. You pay the guy the 10% because you won for the first time in four years yep. and because that's industry standard. Industry standard. That means that you are treating a man like a man. You're giving a man his due. Yep. You're not trying to shortchange him. So, Cooch... You ever find yourself in Gardena, you might also find a shiv right by oh. your rib, you piece Ooh, of crap. Uh, oh. You better not oh. come down here to any of these goat traps. Is there a Gardena open? Have a great day. Yeah. You know what's up? Yep. We He's know so easy to hate. Oh. oh. But bitches think that he goes down on them great. Oh. He's Manuel we... from Gardena. Gotta, t- gotta tighten that up. Gardena. Yeah. Gotta tighten that up. Yeah, I think there were a I couple don't... extra syllables. Something was not kind of working in that i don't think matt coocher is going to be playing the um that carson golf course the <laughs> one with the the one with the big guy that stands by the freeway the big golfer that stands by the free freeway they've changed him into like a race car driver now by the way fyi uh, i don't think i don't think you're going to be running into matt coocher in the deep south bay the jim dent open soon, Manuel. yeah exactly uh, okay we got a couple more this Couple more calls. Let's see who else weighed in this week. Next up at a svelte of forty seconds, it's the other stew with a U. Hey Brian, Ed, and of course Fancy Saw. Oh, hey Fancy. First off, in this brave new world, Rodney Dangerfield would not have a Twitter account as Twitter does not tolerate calling people fat, <sighs> ugly, or dumb. That's why your boy here has been cut off from the Twitter sphere. Oh no. Ed and I have finally agreed on something. Early Aerosmith, and especially Toys in the Attic, is full of bangers. Speaking of bangers, I totally fucked Jan Aniston again, even though she just lays there as if I roofied her. Oh, no. (laughs) Who is that? I believe this is the Guru Stu calling. And I don't... I'm not sure. That was, that was some serious energy for a call. I liked it. Yeah. Hold on. It's not done. It's, I've <laughs> oh. stopped it. Let's let him finish. Have you guys looked at Michael Keaton's cracked up face lately? Oh, I mean, no. if his cock is anything like the lines of crack in his face, his dick would shatter off like tempered glass. He's in his 60s. Speaking of crack, I mean, we all know Batman one breaks. rock in your shoe is more than enough. I mean, unless you really miss Mammy's titty. Is he turning the page? Oh, oh, geez. Uh, I'm going to go back to first things first. Don't read. Tyne Bailey is much more handsome than her brother. Fact, fact, fact. Wait, is he dogging da- Tim Daly? If you Beautiful need to Tim leave Daly. an upper decker anywhere other than your own home, it's because you don't have your own home. Anyway, that's all I've got this time, and you're all going to be fucked when I figure out how this voicemail thingy works. Love your balls from the other stew. Oh, my God. Whoa. Guru stew. 
He's a house of fire. I'm not, there's you, too much going on there. To I, react. I mean, I like the energy. Uh, I don't agree with everything. I mean, come on, Michael Keaton, you're, you're, you're bashing an American treasure. But also, you're supposed to get lines on your face yes. when you're in your 60s. It's more like, disturbing when you've got that uh, Kirk Douglas uh, yes. look. That's very creepy. Yeah. So Michael Douglas doesn't look weird to me. Like My- He looks fine. Well. I mean, Michael Keaton. I oh, always say Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. Technically, yeah. Oh, that's his real name. Yeah. Um. Uh. And and Tim Daly, beautiful man, very handsome. <laughs> well, no, he was making fun of Tyne Daly. He said Tyne Daly was more handsome than Tim Daly. I think that's more of a oh, slight more of a shot at again. Tyne. I mean, a, a woman of a certain age. Yeah, she was always a handsome woman. <laughs> yes, she's in the Buster Scruggs movie. Oh yeah, she was good. She was good in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, one more it's big email or voicemail week. I like it. A lot of good energy. Here's one more. Let's see what this guy has to say. Hey, Brides, Kevin here, DC. I'm looking at the NBA right now, and I got to think, you know, the Lakers are just imploding right now. LeBron oh, James, I kind of feel for the guy, but, um, you know, just lost to worst team in basketball right now. And, but I gotta ask you, and right now, Luke Walton, at the time of this recording, is still the coach of the team. That's true. But I gotta ask you, uh, mm-hmm. as one of the foremost Laker fans That's out also here, Bry, yep. does Luke Walton still have strong takes? Doesn't. I'll take your answer off the air. No, unfortunately, Luke Walton's takes are very weak at this point, and he's going to lose his job. Although I'm I'm never really sad when somebody with a guaranteed contract gets fired, especially I don't know what Luke Walton makes. I imagine it's like in the 4 or 5 million dollars a year range. I think he's got what, at least a couple more years left. The big thing with firing coaches, I mean more so with football, it's the assistants. Kind of a bummer, but his assistants are like Miles Simon. Yeah, guys who who have dough that they could just be like, all right, well, I'll still stay in L.A. and open up a gym. Yeah, I mean, and everybody's everybody's friends with everybody but else. They can. You get do jobs. hear about like people are have to fire the college football coach, and then like some random strength and conditioning coach in yeah. Mississippi, and it's like, all right, go find a new job somewhere. It doesn't. You gotta, you, that's where it, it's kind of a, a bummer. But yeah, NBA head coaches, you know, yeah. they're, they're okay. But yeah, Luke Walton. That, that being said, Luke Walton not put in the best situation. It's, the thing is, is that, and I don't. This is not. We don't get too into sports. Is they play no defense, and it's my understanding that Luke Walton ha- has emphasize defense for his entire coaching tenure and they just have not responded like defense is a fucking effort play you don't have to be good to play good defense you just got to try to stay in front of people and get your goddamn hands up you know what just uh just an hour before this podcast started i've wrapped up an undefeated coaching season oh you see you know how to coach and i i tell them that hey listen the jump shot's not falling every night no. But if you go eat their lunch on defense, yep. they can't beat you. Frustrate them. Right? Just grind it out. Calm on offense, chaotic on defense, and you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Yep. 142-14 tonight. 
pretty Ed, sure Ed. that was forty-two to fourteen. Well, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got some guys. I got some dudes. You have to, you got to sit those guys. I did. Okay, my, my son good. played heavy minutes in the second half. That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, okay, a couple quick emails or one quick email. Ballers, I'm a lot more jacked up than I should be about the forthcoming '90s sitcom tournament brackets. Last year's 80s brackets got me hooked on the pod. I plan on creating posts in our subreddit where our subscribers can vote and comment on the matchups. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the four number one seeds have to be Friends, Seinfeld, Fresh Prince, and Married with Children, right? That is from Vic. Well, who runs our subreddit? I think we can. We're gonna we're gonna kick it off next week while we're heavy okay. in conference tournaments. But you yes. know they always reveal the four one seeds first, so we'll do that. But okay, remember this is this is not an opinion for the for who should be a one seed. This is we went by number of seasons. That's what dictates right the yep. the the rules. Just like the eighties, the majority of the seasons have to appear in one decade. So, like, yep. even if Cheers spilled over into the 90s or Frasier's spilled, spilled over show. into the 2000s, Frasier's a 90s show. So, yep. Frasier is a one seed, lasted 11 seasons. Married with Children also lasted 11 seasons. One seed. Yep. Friends lasted 10 seasons. That's yep. a one seed. Murphy Brown lasted 10 seasons. So they are the one seeds for their respected regions. I see some vulnerable numbers there, but the way we're doing it is, I mean, I'm not doing geography, just, it it was just a, you know, kind of a random, okay, so the least seed, so a one season show went against a a one seed. That's a good way to do it. But I just, to name the brackets, it kind of worked out. Frazier is in the West because that's Seattle. Yeah. Midwest, Chicago, married with children. Yes. Northeast, that's not usually one, but Northeast, friends. Uh-huh. And the Mid-Atlantic, Murphy Brown. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. So that's that's your out. little thing. But remember, because you know how people would argue last year, they'd be like, how could you possibly give uh, Frazier, you know, how could you possibly give this show a five seed when this was a two seed? It's all the number of seasons. We're we're going to point out the flaw in some of those things, but of course, but, of course. But it's hey. but that's the, that. I would never. Get, I wouldn't give. I wouldn't give Murphy Brown a fifteen seed, but it's a one right. seed. It's a one. If seed. we were do if we were doing modern sitcoms, assuming that there were still yeah. those things, you'd have to give the uh, Big Bang Theory would right. have to be a one seed because it's been on forever. Right. But it, no one would. No Nobody's one would have that it. going all the way. Um, and I'm just going to make an announcement now. We will not be doing uh, another sitcom bracket after this because I, I, I think I there pretty much more. stopped. Like Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. like that's there's not much. More. Arrested Development and Curb Your Enthusiasm are about the only sitcoms I can think of. Yeah, Deep, the Deep. the the genre fell apart. The only thing we could do is try to go backwards and do like a '60s slash '70s, yeah, but that that's. But that's that getting, might be a little too. I think we'll move uh, into like movies or something. But it's not that yeah. we won't do tournaments. But like I just there's there's I could I couldn't. No, I get it. Yeah, we'll go. We'll move on to a different genre. Yeah. 
Um, we talked about Luke Perry earlier. Yeah. This was another, another one. Fortunate passing. And I guess considering this is the guy who died, this would make deaths number two and three of celebrities dying in threes. Uh, King Kong Bundy died age of 61. Uh, not so much at how fucking old is this guy? Because I guess at the time he probably looked like he was 10 years younger than my dad or whatever, but more that how fucking is it possible? This guy lived to 2019. Um, so somebody tagged me in this on Twitter. They're like, oh, R.I.P. King Kong Bundy. And I'm like, well, yeah, in 1989. There's no way. I, I, I definitely didn't think he lived past high school. Like, how, how is no. this guy? What? I thought he was like one of the first to go. I thought he had been dead for at least right. 20 years. I mean, even seemingly in shape wrestlers have been dead for 25 yeah. years. Everyone yeah. dies when you're a wrestler. Now, KKB, King Kong Bundy, he was pretty hideous. I thought for sure in 1985 when I was into wrestling that he was, I don't know, late 40s? Yeah, but if you look at the picture, the reason why I say this is when I looked at the pictures, he did have that like doughy, just super fat 25-year-old face. He wasn't, it's not so much, it wasn't like he looked like Lou Albano. He was right. He right. just he just looked like a really unhealthy guy, and he's bald and fat. And and um, it was on ESPN, and like they mentioned it tonight. And my son heard them say he was four hundred and sixty pounds, and my son just couldn't get over that. He's like, "Yeah, but how could somebody be four hundred sixty pounds? Like, how did that happen?" And he yeah. he still he was asking right as I put him to bed tonight. He, but, yeah. but tell me again, how did he get to be 460 pounds? And that was like, to carry that weight for a quarter century? That seems... So he was he was still tipping the scales at more than four bills this late in life? I, I mean, I saw an older picture of him, and he did not look like he had gotten a stomach stapled or anything. He, gotcha. looked, he looked big. Gotcha. So, yeah. Not good. Yeah. Well, RIP. I mean, thought you were dead already. Glad you made it. Yes, yeah. congrats. Congrats on uh, surviving Y2K and all these things that I thought you had nothing to do with. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's just do an update on it. You know, remember we talked about that hero who killed the mountain yeah. lion, and then you speculated yeah. it's got to be a pretty small mountain lion. Right. Well, they did some, uh, I don't know, uh, tests. and po- uh, Post-mortem. Yeah, and uh, that mountain lion turned out to be a kitten. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I think they they think but because when they got to the body, I read that it had been um, savaged by likely its brothers and sisters okay. in the litter, okay, or whatever they call a bunch of kittens. Um, but they they estimate that it was probably in like the twenty five to thirty pound thirty five pound range, which still, I, I, but you yeah. wouldn't want to fucking have to tangle with a thirty five pound cat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, it's, you're not shocked that a full grown man could kill a 35 pound animal. Right. If he needed to. So, I mean, it's sort of impressive, but get that thing up to fucking 80 pounds, hundred pounds. Then let me know. Let me know how you fare. Um, so John, you remember Johnny Manziel, right? No, I've forgotten about him. Who is he? He was uh, A&M quarterback. Oh, I, know 
I know who he All is. Right. He won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, and then he was just a terrible, uh, terrible quarterback for the Browns. Uh, well, his wife, um, Bree T.S.E. Manziel, she's a fitness Instagrammer. I don't know what that means, but she ran her first half marathon. Uh, couple for her. couple days after uh, Valentine's Day in oh that's great Temecula you those half marathons yeah oh Temecula that's right out here uh, and uh, she finished at one fifty eight twenty two which beat me by a couple minutes and that was pretty impressive that's a good that's a good time very good time to break two hours is, is solid um, yeah here's the thing though what's really impressive is she ran the first half of that race first six point four miles. In one hour, 31 minutes, and 29 seconds. Oh, yeah. So she's just warming up, right. and then she just fu- then she hit her stride, and then just fucking yeah. cruised through the finish. Good for her. And that means that she was running the final 6.7 miles in 26 yeah. minutes and 54 seconds, a pace of four minutes and seven-tenths of a second per mile. Johnny Manziel oh. is married to the fastest person on earth. Wow. <laughs> she's a... She's a Roger Bannister disciple. Yeah, but but for, for the back half of a half marathon. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think Johnny's uh, Instagram fitness wife is uh, maybe not telling the truth. Let's hold on. I'm gonna Bree. Oh, her name's Bree. B- That's not a name. B R E. That's not a name. It seems like a prefix. Bree. Doesn't seem like a yeah yeah. Bree T S E hyphen. Manzel, fitness Instagrammer. That seems so like a made-up sh- title too. Well, she shows her butt, right? Right. That's what you do. You wear yoga you show, pants, right? Yeah, you show your butt, and uh, but it's my understanding that most of those chicks are like, you know, you can if you slide into the DMs. Oh, you can working. make appointments yeah. with them. Yeah, it's my that's my understanding. I'm not. I wouldn't know. I'm not in. You'd have to that catch game. her first. She's very fast. Yeah. Yeah, she's quick. Good for her. Um, do you do you remember uh, Mike McCarthy, former NFL coach? Yeah, he was the guy that had Aaron Rodgers, but could barely make the playoffs every year for some reason. That's right. Well, uh, he, uh, I guess he's got a stepson that plays high school basketball in Wisconsin, and um, apparently McCarthy gets a little bit into the games so much so that the high school basketball refs have filed a formal complaint. Against him ever attending another game in Wisconsin. That seems bad. Uh, like, and he's been. That's not just a coached, single. He's won a Super Bowl. He's he's been through competition. He can see. Yeah. The importance of n- not yelling and going crazy against the refs, and yet he's taking a high school basketball game and getting banned. Probably a terrible uh, dude. Yeah. Just any, like, yelling at a kid's sporting event, unless it's encouragement, like, keep your keep your head in the game, Caden. <laughs> like, keep your eye on the, keep your eye on the ball. Yep. This, two, don't, don't swing at a bad ball. Two games after my game ended uh, this weekend, a mom attacked a referee for calling a foul on her son at the end. It was a fourth grade mm-hmm. game. She scratched a referee's face. No, no. For a fourth grade basketball game. Yeah. Regular yeah. season and basketball game. 
the referee's usually like a kid. It was it's like it's a, a like a teenager. young it's a young guy, like a guy who yeah. I think coaches basketball clinics on the side, like twenty years old type guy. Nice guy, yeah. real real nice guy. And I went up to him after the game tonight. Who wins? I went up to him after the game tonight and just tapped him on the shoulder and said, "Thanks." I always thank the refs. And he, (laughs) I think he almost flinched because now he's got parents attacking. That's insane. Well, that's a crazy person. I was mad that nobody called the police on her. They just like eventually got her out of the gym. She should go to jail for that. Oh yeah, for sure. If not, shouldn't be allowed. I mean, at least for a night, she's got to she's got to sit in the pokey. Think about that one. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of people in trouble, a man in, uh, I think, I think I read it was like a little bit north of Buffalo. He faked his own kidnapping to avoid paying a $50,000 Super Bowl bet, police say. Smart. <laughs> Smart. Like, also, one thing I know about who's bookies, really, they're fine with yeah. it. They're, they, hey, I guess, I guess we'll leave his family alone. But it's like in Buffalo, who's really going to look for you? <laughs> you know, like it's, oh, it's, he disappeared in Buffalo. Oh, well, <laughs> whatever. But if you're in Buffalo, how many times are you going to find 50 grand? That bookie is going to be thirsty for that money. That's true. That's true. He's, he's driving. He's going to need to see, he's going to need to see a dead body. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, let's go to a real sad franchise, the Phoenix Suns. And there was a store that was having a uh, a uh, event where the seventh man on the, the one of the worst basketball teams in the league, Josh Jackson, it, uh, they were going to get autographs. And after waiting for hours, he never showed. So the interim GM bought everybody free beer, which seems like a better moment for the fans. Oh, yeah, that's better. Yeah. this Is there... There's not really anything that free beer can't fix. It, it's true. It's true. Like any situation. Because even if you're not a drinker, you could always you could always use that as currency, right? Yeah. If, you give, if yeah. somebody gives you a sixer, all right, they give that to your your garbage man, right? Yeah. You, know? you just you're like, okay, cool. Like you know, the other person feels really bad if they're going. You know what? Let me give you some beer. You go, oh, you know what? That's that's a sincere apology. This guy's offered me beer. You know what's not? I feel better now. You know what's not useful? The autograph of the seventh man on the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, that's true. Wasn't he – didn't he get picked like third in the draft right. or something? Right, but I guess he hasn't cracked the lineup. Wow, that's pretty bad. You're on the worst team in the league. <laughs> didn't he go to Kansas? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean Basically, there, there were a couple Josh Jacksons. That's the one I think it is, but – I don't know. I read he was the seventh man, but I'd be lying if I said I watched one second of the Phoenix Suns this year. Uh, yeah, well, let's same. stay with that team because uh, ESPN did a full um, report about what has happened to that team since the days of Nash and Stoudemire. Um, and I guess in an effort to motivate his new GM to find the next GOAT, grace of all time, Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver filled the the uh, GM's office with actual goats, who then proceeded to just fill the office with goat shit. Oh, and they'll fucking eat anything. Yes, I'm sure any like papers that were there, like important yeah. documents or paychecks, anything that's all gone. They'll like chew. They'll just start chewing the chair because yeah, goats are like could be food. Not sure. Going to start chewing it. One thing we should make clear about the. Um, about the Phoenix Suns, and I can't remember if we've referenced it on the show before, 
But supposedly, the Phoenix Suns star point guard, Devin Booker. Booker from Kentucky. He's a stud. The rumor is, hands down, biggest dong in the NBA. Really? Yeah. And not a big man. I mean, he's a big dude, but not by NBA standards. Supposedly, just swings an actual fucking weapon. I, uh... Huge dong. I have a confession to make. Yeah? I'm in a fantasy basketball league. Oh, you loser. No, I'm going to tell you what it is. You're making fun of me for liking Ryan no, Adams. No, no, and that, no, no. Now you confess this. So it's just five guys, and one day over text, we pick a team in the, in the first, like, before the season starts, and I just look at the ESPN list, and then you're not allowed to make any transactions, so it's just whatever you picked, and I think Devin Booker's on my team. So Oh, yeah. So I have a kinship with him but yeah but no it's it's the whole point of it is that you just cheer when other guys get hurt for the year and that means another team's roster is down so it's yeah. uh it, it's not like fantasy like like i'm managing it but i do think booker's on my team oh so, nice well so i have a you know i hope him and his big old dick so have a nice season i like that i like that my guy has a big dick yeah huge um bryce harper Right as he signed with Philly at the the Phillies press conference, we want to bring a title back to D.C. Well, he's from Vegas. Yeah, he didn't go to college. The, he didn't finish Vegas high school. school. System doesn't seem like it's prepping him. <laughs> Remember his his dad he was had him, him like the, take his. Yeah, the dad was the guy throwing him the pitches in the home run derby. Right. He but he had his dad had him. Was he like a um, Marinovich kind of dad? Take the GED or something oh. so he could enroll in junior college at 16 so he could be eligible for the draft a year earlier so he could be a free agent oh even God. younger. And it all worked out. He just got yeah. $350 million. For every one of those, there's $300 million that don't work out. I know. I know. I love that. NFL draft prospect Chris Boyd said team asked him if he had two testicles. Now, every year at this time, these yeah. stories come out. And it's like, what? Yeah. what? What's the point of this? You can't get to and know somebody without just asking them some weird question. And what was the answer? Uh, both of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colorado high school wrestler forfeited the state championship because the, the opponent was going to be a girl. What a piece of shit. Um, that's dumb. That's, now, if it were the other way around, I would understand in this situation, that's an unfair advantage. In, it, in this situation, you're in the state championship. Yeah, but you know, and also considering he's doing it because he's like super Christian, makes me think like this is probably the only so time you're going to touch a girl, buddy. That's so dumb. What is the what is the rationale? I'm it's that you're just going to be tempted to fuck her yeah. right there in the middle of the right, or she's going to seduce you. She wants yeah, to win what, a fucking is, state championship. She doesn't give a shit yeah. about you, you nerd. You're. You're wrestling. So if you're such a good wrestler, go in there and beat the ass of that girl and then go on to your next match, you fucking pussy. Yeah. Um, Fuck that kid. Fuck that kid's parents. um, There was another high school wrestling story. A match was interrupted by a teen crashing through the ceiling. And uh, I suggest people Google it because it's pretty funny. They're just wrestling. Everybody stops and on the side of the match, some kid comes crushing the ceiling. Was it it John Bender looking for his (laughs) doobage? It might be. 
and finally, a doping scandal in sports. The world's top bridge player suspended for doping with synthetic testosterone. One, <sighs> why is there a bridge circuit that we need to know about? And two, why would they be testing for drugs? What? I don't even know. Well, how especially testosterone. Like, I get it. Wasn't this the um? Wasn't this this plot of Fargo season three? Um, yeah. Ewan McGregor's brother, yeah, and the girlfriend were like on the bridge circuit. Um, <laughs> I the, what this the uh, girlfriend leaves the tampon at the desk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> super gross. <laughs> um, what? How would testosterone help you be better at bridge? It's not a game of strength. I would. I could see like. Adderall or modafinil or like beta blockers, like stuff that like helps you concentrate and keeps you calm, but it's not a physical game bridge. I mean, if you were playing, maybe if you're playing Uno, you know, when you have to shout out, draw four or something. Yeah, that could be, yeah, it would help. That could help. It could be louder. Remember in the newspaper, there'd be like bridge lessons in the sports section. Yeah. How fucked were we for entertainment back then? That they had to I used use to read that. it to see if it would make sense, and it never did. And it was like it was like Omar Sharif was like the bridge, <laughs> the actor. What was he doing there? I don't know. He gave the bridge lessons in the. He had like a syndicated bridge. Now I'm looking it up. Omar Sharif. Yeah, he was in uh, what do you call Lawrence of Arabia, right? Yeah, bridge. Look, Omar, Omar Sharif, bridge. Oh, there's there's an app. Wait, Omar Sharif Bridge on the app store. That dude has been dead for decades before apps were around. Well, somebody somebody's got his name. This has got Gene Kasem written all over it. Some some wife cashing in. He died in 2015. Really? I would have thought he died in the 80s. Me too. Um, he's there's leagues named after him. The American Contract Bridge League. Buy Omar Sharif Bridge. There's in every app store. There's an Omar Sharif Bridge. The Omar Sharif World Bridge Federation. Wow. Fucking guy had the bridge world by the balls. Good for you, Wonder Omar. Wonder if he doped. Gotta think he I did. he did. <laughs> he, he probably fu- did. He do- he, Opium. He doped up on pussy. Yeah, he did. That's what he did. He, was, he, would, he, would, have, he would have a smell his own fingers during the game and that would help him. <laughs> oh, no. That would help him play better bridge. Oh, this took, hey, this took a tough turn. Here. Uh, let's, let's clean it up. Let's, let's do an uplifting story. Uh, we opened the show maybe a month ago just shitting all over Ralph Northam, the uh, Virginia governor who was in either blackface or a Klansman costume. He fucking he he had the but, last laugh though, but, buddy. But I will say his constituents weren't that mad yeah, about his it. Constituents even the weren't that ones. mad, and I did see an interview with Trevor Noah that uh, at least he he put it in perspective. He said at least the biggest problem is that we try to go from point A to point B without ever having to discuss like wh- why point A was wrong and how we got to point B. He said, "Like we're supposed to just be like racist and not racist, and then pretend the the racist part didn't exist." So he was saying, "Like the fact that the guy is forced to talk about it all the time might be a positive." So at least that's been. I still say he's a piece of shit, but at yeah. least, oh, well, uh, uh, at least, apparently his wife, yeah. his wife is is trying uh, to make things better. 
Um, Virginia First Lady criticized for handing cotton to black students on mansion tour. Apparently she yeah. was going, hey, can you imagine what it would have been like if you were a slave in this mansion and handed them <laughs> cotton? Jesus. This this family has got to go. It's got to go. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it's There's like. I got no family in Virginia. This. I mean, are you kidding me? Handing yeah. black kids cotton on a class trip? What? They've got to go. <laughs> Looking worst. <laughs> no, our state's not really that racist. Here's some cotton. <laughs> Fucking ghouls. I don't know. I don't just don't. I'd have I'd have to see the whole thing go down because I just can't even picture. <laughs> oh, like, oh, you what can the, think of, you can think of a positive spin on that one. Oh no, no, know, she was giving no. cotton because like she thought they needed uh, extra cushion for their shoes. I mean, what? There's no justifying. <laughs> get out of here. I don't. I just. I. I get that. I think it's good that you acknowledge that. Like this, you know, there used to be slaves here, and it's like a. It's, oh, so it's uh, a good a idea mark. to just single out the uh-huh. black students on a trip? Well, yeah, I don't know why you would need props. <laughs> hey, though. it's pretty cool. Like, you get you to be here and not be whipped. You could just, you could hey. just say it. You know what's cool? I, I have no right to hit you right now. Yeah, certain ones of you aren't going to end up in the stocks. <laughs> hey, lucky you! If this were 150 years ago, my husband would have been able to impregnate you with no repercussions. Uh, let's let's get into the world of food delivery. Man delivering food allegedly dips testicles in salsa. Mm. Now, here are the three words that change the story just slightly. Over low tip. See, now, dipping testicles in food, we can all agree, is wrong. It's fucked. It's fucked. But you, you can't do that. When you and I exchange texts... You pointed out a key detail. Why do we tip? Yeah. Yeah. So this never so happens. That, they, this, that doesn't happen. That's exactly right. right. But the thing is, is the food's usually delivered prior to the tip. Yeah. Well, this makes me think this was a Maybe revenge Maybe he'd been there crime. before. Oh, you like your salsa? Guess what? And also, was the guy doing it on the guy's front patio? Like how do you how do you know unless you find pubes in it? How unless yeah. unless he was doing it at the restaurant and yeah. the restaurant caught him? Yeah, I think I've discussed on the show that one time I was um, cutting, I was chopping jalapenos, and then I, I finished chopping the jalapenos, like and the door before the doorbell rang or something, and I I was waylaid for some reason and then f- forgot what I was doing. And I went and took a leak and I touched my dick mm. and Picante. my dick was fucked up from those jalapenos. And I can, I, so I would know better than to dip my balls in salsa. Cause it just, Oh, I'm sure a mild salsa wouldn't hurt. It's probably not too bad, but then also like your balls are all wet. From sal- then you got to wipe the salsa off your balls. I just don't feel like you're getting a lot out of the deal. Right. This is kind but- of like when those guys want to make a point and they turn all their money into pennies and then bring the wheelbarrow. Yeah. <laughs> like yes, it's yes, too much exactly work right. and negative work for you yes. to make your point. I don't know. 
Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> I agree. And, but also this, I have an issue with third party food. Like everybody's using these Grubhub. Yeah. What's the big one? Postmates. Right. And it seems like a good idea. Let's just Postmates that shit. Why don't we just Postmates? And it, but it's like the dude that's bringing the food is not employed by the people that made the food. And to me, like I'll get a pizza delivered all fucking day that cause that's a kid, a zit face kid from the fucking pizza places bringing it over. And I hand him a fucking $5 bill when he shows up. Right. Like I know that my pizza is going to be okay. It's these third party, these subcontractors right. bringing the food kind of scare me. Um, Let's stay in disgusting food uh, uh, universe. Denver Brewery last year issued a testicle-flavored beer as an April Fool's joke, and customers liked it. Now, something called Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout is a real thing. Yeah. Well, I'm shocked because in Colorado, I thought they were mostly into ass. I didn't realize that they were also into ball sacks, but it shouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't like beer. I don't like beer made with oysters. Um, yeah, like any kind of like bacon or any kind of meat. Uh, I don't want in my beer. No, if I, I, I don't know if I've had a bacon. I don't think I've had it either. But I've, I, I have heard of. I, I gotta say, I like bacon, but it's overboard. It's too much bacon yeah. in the world. People are I, people yeah. want too much bacon flavoring. Bacon is good, yeah. but it's it's overpowering if you put it in stuff. Yeah, I agree. Like it's I'm not it's saying not I don't I don't I don't turn down a bacon cheeseburger at a good place, but but no. but sometimes there's like, oh, mac and cheese with bacon and it, there's too many things with bacon and sometimes Agreed. it's too much. The maple donut with bacon, get the right. fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, keep the bacon no out thanks. of my donuts. Uh, speaking of food that's probably more disgusting than testicles, an entire Sonic restaurant in Ohio just quits. They just taped a door to the uh, a note to the door saying management sucks and left. Um, the entire I, place. I like that. Right, like because management it's a minimum wage job, right? And management probably hasn't given a shit about them. So right, Is there fry cook to. The you know people behind the counter they just fucked them all. Did there do they have Sonic on the East Coast? I I mean I don't think in the Northeast, but I the commercials are everywhere. Right. Okay, so that's what I'm going to say. Is there a is there a a company that's advertising to? availability ratio is more out of whack. Oh, it's not there like, either. It's here, but it's been here for like five years. There's like two locations that I'm quasi aware of, but the I've been seeing the commercials for 20 years and for 18 of those years, yeah, I've there noticed. was no Sonic right. within a hundred miles of me. I feel like I've only seen it on like road trips. It's not like yes. around here. Sonic I think it's a Midwestern chain. And is location. it, do they bring the food out to the car? I, I, I'm going to come right out and say it. I've never had Sonic. Oh, <laughs> there's apparently one 15 miles from here. Yeah. Oh, and there's one. So maybe they are. There's one in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, yeah, that 
that's, well, that's that's 15 miles i'm not going to travel the high rent district over there huh newark <laughs> yeah it's a uh mm-hmm. as as someone i used to work with would call it a heavily democratic neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i've never been to sonic i've seen lots of sonic commercials um well here is a region we we're very aware of Florida man arrested after calling sheriff to get his meth tested. Um, is like he wasn't sure it was meth. Maybe he thought he got Don't, he got like a a raw deal. He wanted to know the quality. I feel like they sell that at CVS. Don't they sell like drug? Oh, that's like just to test your piss. It's not to test your actual drugs. So maybe the guy should have done all of that meth and then pissed into a CVS thing. There's an idea. Yeah. Ingest the meth. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it was a good idea, but I believe we discussed last week on the show, local weekend news anchor, Channel 5. Right. But he just – Chris Burroughs. He just went a little too overboard. Well, if he maybe if he had known the potency oh, of the meth – you're saying if the cops would have said, he, hang on, don't put that second rock in your ass. Yes, this is this is one this is a one anus that's a, application. That's a rookie mistake. <laughs> meth <laughs> strength of meth. Like you don't right. you don't this meth is too strong for two rocks in your ass. You're just going to want to do one rock in your ass. Thanks for bringing it by to get it tested. <laughs> um, an Arizona town apologized to a 12 year old for threatening to arrest her for taking video of a cop. Um, no, I'm conflicted you about can do this that. because the 12 year old girl, she was doing some sort of profile on the cops. Like, not like, I don't think it was like that damning, but the cop just got in her face. It was like, oh, I will have you arrested if you don't put that thing down. Yeah. At the same time, sometimes cops don't know the law. At the same time, there's nothing more annoying than precocious kids. Yeah, I agree with that. You know? I agree with that. Being a cop is a hard job. Yeah. So, I get it, but also I get it. Like if there's a, uh, you know, you have you have these body cam uh, videos in case there's something shady going on. But do you need a 12 year old girl just really sassing everybody? Pretty sure she's supposed to just get the fuck out of there and go back to middle school. Yeah, but cops, you got to be chill. Like it's you're it sucks. You're getting tested all the time, but you got to be above it. Yeah, you just gotta be. You gotta be cool as fuck, cool as a cucumber. Yes, you can't just. I just think start it been Billy cool clubbing that, people. That girl had to had to spend a night. Well, in if, gray she, bar hotel if, just, if she was my kid, it seems like she was harassing the cops. She'd be getting, yeah, she'd be getting paddled, and she would ha- be have been taught respect for our public servants. Right. Um, somebody who didn't respect the weight of their gun. Uh, gun slips from waistband, shoots man in genitals. Uh, idea. Maybe arm his genitals next time. Nope. Like if his only thing, his penis can, had had a gun, gun of its own. A bad gun is a good dick with a gun. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a simple solution. You, if he's going to be armed, his dick also needs to be armed in case he accidentally shoots at his dick, then his dick could return fire 
True. And be a good good dick with a gun. Good dick with a gun. Makes sense to me. Um, a feel good story to just let us know where we're all where we've come from. Archaeologists find eighteen hundred year old wall carving of a penis. You know, we mankind has gone through yeah. so much, so many changes, and yet it's the oldest art form. Yet what I car, what I drew into a car covered in snow the other day, looks exactly like what some people did nearly two thousand years ago. Do you do the you do the dick hole right? You get the pee hole. Yeah, I do the uh, and I do, I like to do the dotted line. I like I like an oh, action of, of it peeing. Yeah. Do you do you put some hairs on the balls? No. Yeah. Smooth. Not that. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. just think when you're working with with snow as your canvas, the yeah. hairs can be a little bit uh, tough to do. It starts to just yeah. It kind of looks like a mess. Yeah. You got it. You just got to go sort of minimal. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I like I'm a minimalist that. when it comes to dong drawings in the snow. I respect that. But it's funny. Because everywhere you look in town, the cars covered in snow have dongs on them. And it just seems like pretty much everybody I know, all my friends, like you just feel compelled to add one to the mix when you're walking down the street. <laughs> just other uh, dads yeah. in town. There's just there's just dicks everywhere when it, when it snows. That's pretty funny. I didn't realize that. And I, like, I probably wouldn't think to um, – I wouldn't think to put a dick there, but if I saw other ones, yeah, I've posted I would, a I would couple, do copycat but dicks. But some of the ones I posted are ones I found, and some are ones I've created. Some you did yourself. Yeah. I I one time, um, a buddy of mine from work, his truck was real dirty, mm -hmm. and he lived in a um, he happened to live in a very gay neighborhood, <laughs> and in the uh, in the camper shell window of his truck, I wrote in the dirt. I love men oh. like in the, on the tail instead of, of it. Wash me. And yeah, instead of wash me. And, uh, it, it, he didn't realize it was there for a while. You know, like he did, didn't head to the car wash anytime soon. He said he was getting a lot of looks as he cruised around the neighborhood and he didn't realize what, why. <laughs> and then it, then it wasn't until later that he realized he had, I love men written on, a, <laughs> written on the back of his truck. Um, Go back to the uh, the Sunshine State. Um, Florida man accused of masturbating in front of children says he was just adjusting hernia, police say. Can you adjust a hernia? Yeah, I would think you need to it's get it on the fixed. inside. That's that's yeah, that's plumbing. And also, the hernia, if you have a isn't that your intestine? Hernia, the intestine poking out. Yeah, it's like poking through your yeah, you got um, like a lower like abs. So that's not even dick. That's not even that close to your dick. Yeah. It's above your dick. Well, maybe the kids were just wrong. Yeah. I mean, give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, also, is there – how many dudes in Florida aren't masturbating at any given moment in public? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the hernia guy was probably the only guy at that bus stop that wasn't masturbating at that moment. Yeah. You're either on bath salts or – Masturbating. Uh, finally. Or. Or. Fixing a. Attempting to fix a broken watercraft. Oh, fair. Fair. Jet ski. Um, <laughs> uh, finally, the uh, mayor of Seoul, South Korea, 
uh, was taken to an animated kids film called Underdog. Uh, and when he got out, he declared he, he declared he was going to ban all dog butcheries. Oh. So all he needs, oh, yeah. all he needed to see was like some just sad animated dog i mean it's if you look at the pictures of underdog it's like a poorly drawn like cartoon i mean if this guy saw an episode of paw patrol he was gonna do it i uh i remember underdog from underdog lady no this is oh this is this is different this is (laughs) the korean version of underdog Oh, Korean underdog? I don't know. It's oh, definitely wow. not like underdog lady. Not like the Hanna-Barbera yeah, cousin yeah. of Top Cat kind of underdog. This is different. Right? Yeah, this is oh, it's just oh, like a really poorly. Have have a look. You got me intrigued. And the, he's like, all Koreans? right, guys, let's stop eating dogs. I like this purple one I saw on TV or blue one or whatever. <laughs> that is kind of weird. That is kind of weird. It is kind of weird, though, that like. That we've decided like, that we can't eat one animal. Yeah, well, but I mean, it makes sense. Like a pig, pig is also pretty cute and smart, and has yeah, has a personality and smart. But we're just yeah, but it's 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 so fat and covered with meat, right? Yeah, the dog you doesn't know, like seem a dog, like it would be a good meal, but very. I do. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's one of those things, like. I do not want to see harm coming to dogs, but I suppose if I really looked at a pig like like I would as a dog, I'd be pretty bummed out. Like I I can't have a pet cow or a pet pig, otherwise I'd be a, a vegetarian. Yeah, I mean dogs are more you know, they're all muscle. You don't want to really eat anything that's all muscle. You have to cook you, yeah, you could only tough. be a stew. Right. Stew meat. I know in some places they eat uh, horses, like France. Um, and again, it's like, yeah, we figured out the animals that are the best for eating. I had a zebra slider. I went to you like, did? yeah, there was like some stand, and they had like zebra, alligator. They were like these little sliders, like little tiny sliders, just to pretty yeah. much have it. You know what? You know what? It. They were all like. Not as good as I'm just saying. cow. Yeah, I got to agree. Like, you get the ground buffalo yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I've had the bison burger too, and it's, it's like... leaner. Yeah, yeah I, I get good. what you're going with, but yeah. let's, let's yeah. just stick with the cow. Remember um, ostrich from oh Fancy Sauce's home Ost- country of Australia? Ostrich was one of the four things I had. It's like zebra, yeah, that, but- alligator, ostrich, there were- that was supposed to be the meat of the future. Yeah, it was not. Like, they're like, that's, it's all ostrich that's, from here on out. That's as big meat as, of the future yeah. as Dippin' Dots became ice cream of the future. Again, yes, same. You don't need to reinvent like the wheel. Ice cream is ice cream. Yeah. Get out of here with yeah, the exactly. Dots. Yeah, it doesn't need to be little frozen nitrogen balls. Yeah. Just nothing wrong with ice cream. Speaking of that, Ed. Speaking of... Oh. Southern Hemisphere country slash continent of Australia and their native ostriches. Oh, I hope it's got 
are joined now by our very own pop culture correspondent. Fancy sauce. Fancy. How are you? Hey, Kate. Did you eat a lot of ostrich growing up because they're native to your island nation? Why are you calling them ostrich? They're em- emus, and uh, Americans like to say oh. emu. emu. But those are hey, two different things, right? what's up with right? those emus? Yeah, they... Stop shoving that microphone oh, in my face. Uh, what? Oh. Is that codes or something, or is that just yes. the microphone? I like... If I'm not eating the microphone, Brian shoves it towards I me. Like, I like Kate to step up to the mic. I'm on. Check. I'm on it. Chiggy check. Microphone anyway, check. Everybody, it's not emu. It's emu. Oh, emu. I always thought it was emu. Do you? Eat? And I'm pretty sure they are farmed um, for food in Australia. Are they? Yeah. But I Just thought like they were the different from ostrich. I thought those are two different things. They're both flightless they birds. Are. But we they, also farm deer was, as well. I was being dumb on purpose because I know that ostriches are African native oh. animals, and I like to pretend <laughs> like they're Australian. And Kate always corrects me. So that's why I did that. Uh, Kate, good to have you here. Everyone knows Kate comes on, tells us what's happening in the world of pop culture. Kate, what is going on in Fancy Pop? Well, it's with a heavy heart that we should oh, discuss. Yes. We discussed this a little bit earlier. Give the us death the details. of uh, Dylan McKay from 9210. It hurts. It hurts. It really does. You know, that show, until... Valerie Malone was added. They didn't actually have a cool character. He was the only cool guy. Yeah. Everyone else was uncool. I lo- so true. I like the well, show, but it, it really wasn't until Valerie. There were no cool somebody. kids. Yeah. What about um Claire? Val. What about Claire, Claire Arnold? Claire, she was very. She was cool. attractive, but she wasn't oh, yeah. cool. She was still attractive. She was always talking about her dad, the Chancellor. She was. I yeah. I just liked how she looked, but Dylan was cool. And then Valerie was yeah. cool. That was sounds yeah. like there's a remake yeah. coming. There is. It's the yeah, same but they're cast. doing like yeah. a curb your enthusiasm thing, except without the hilarious aspect. They're doing oh. a show about the making of. Oh, the reunion. Where they play themselves. They're playing themselves making, it, but making a reunion. Twenty years older. That's oh, so it's weak. it's it's meta. Yes, very meta. We call, and we say that's meta. I will watch I, it. That, and I will. That be might annoyed. be a little um, high be concept. For you, girl. We, Ed, we might have to do a show about it. Maybe we get Travis Rogers on here, the other lover of 90210. Yes. And you guys can discuss. But um, very sad. Death, dead of a stroke, 52 years old. Um, Extremely sad. And there were a lot of good stories. And one of them I read, a real nice Colin Hanks story. But uh, our friend used wigs. Had a funny thing where he said, yeah. uh, I, I, I truly love... Or maybe it was Andy Richter. Somebody said, uh, I really love when somebody um, talks about how they were approached by the dead celebrity and, and talked about how much they love their work to make it about yeah. themselves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of funny. Everyone always yeah. does that. Yeah. That is you know, funny. he was so Colin nice. He that. said how much he liked my, my, uh, my year on Fargo. So funny. That's pretty funny. So actory. Um, all right, moving on. That you heard a, it here. That was first. a pretty good season of Fargo, though. We broke the news um, yeah, of Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson. Oh my goodness! Hooking up. That picture. Potentially hooking up after yeah. the Golden Globes. Then they were seen leaving Largo after he did a set there. Um, it looks like it's been confirmed with some public PDA. Oh my god! At, I think it was a hockey game. Mm. Yeah. Rangers. Mm. 
one of those Ed's team. sports teams. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Um, so full on tongue. Oh. <laughs> is, a Rangers game. Does she have like kids? And does she have a family? I mean, this. It's just a kid. She has a daughter who's uh, 16, 18. 17, yeah. 18, somewhere yeah. around there with um, actor Michael Sheen. Yep. Um, so a, another comedian in his 20s that Kate dated in 2017 um, is basically sending a message to Pete that says, enjoy her while you can. What? Who's the comedian? Yeah. Who's this? So his name's Matt Reif. Should I play the clip? Um, you it won't. It's not. You What's can't his name? It. Matt what? Can you play it? Um, I, I'd have to Google it. Just Google um, TMZ Kate Beckinsale Pete Davidson. Okay. And then you can play it because I I don't know what he says, but they got him outside. Um, I think outside the Laugh Factory oh, the other night, uh-huh. and he gives Pete some advice. Oh, Kate Beckinsale's ex. Yep, that's it. Has a warning for Pete Davidson. Play that for everyone. How is she? sexed some comic I've never heard of. Like, this broad is living her best life. I'll say. Let's see here. i just got to wait for it to load up. Oh, my God. They're, this is a work, right? They're just doing... No one kisses like that in public. Like, he's yeah, got his tongue... Yeah, but that's mid-kiss. Yeah. Mm, yeah They're it's just having, looking. like, a sexy makeout. Who the fuck yeah. is this Matt Reif character? I've never heard of him. Oh, hold on. Oh, that's somebody else's computer. Hold on. Let's, I don't know what you're talking about. I gotta wait for it to load up here. I was not prepared for this moment. Kate, Kate Beckinsale's ex, Matt Rife. Matt dated Kate. Oh my god, this is taking forever. Oh, here we go. Here, yep. And oh, he's 23. Obviously, you know the news right now. Yeah. Because you, you dated Kate back in South. Okay, first, I never heard of this guy. Much better looking than Pete Davidson, though. He's good looking, yeah. but he's By not way, funny on Twitter. Oh, my Twitter. God. Props to you. How <laughs> you oh, pull that you. off? I want to uh, know. We met here, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. Back in, uh, I guess it was March of 2017. And how old Whoa. are you? Uh, 21. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like yeah, man. She's 43. Yeah, wow. doesn't look it, though. Good for her. Right, you, was it like a fling that you guys had? Or are you, like, really serious? Or uh, <laughs> we, uh, we dated for a year. Okay. And uh, it was um, complicated, okay. for sure. Oh. Uh, a lot of ups and downs. Okay. But uh, she's moved on, and I'm happy. Yeah. I'm hoping that they both found or are getting out of it whatever they want to get out of it. What advice do you have for Pete? Ah, uh, advice for Pete? Yeah. Because I know going back, you said there was some tough times. Yeah. So, like, do you have any advice for him to, like, make it last? <sighs> like, bro, like, one brother uh, or another. Man to man? Yeah, well, yeah, advice man to do? man. Last. How's that Run. ass? Run! Really? Wow. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. Whoa. Uh, I hope. I hope they're both happy. I hope that it can build to where... It's an established good relationship. Um, wow. I, I don't know. I don't know what to die. I haven't wow. spoken. This kid's a little salty. One, some advice, run. I mean, is there anything worse than cool. TMZ reporters? Hey! Yeah. They're pretty You bad. have any advice for that ass? I mean, reporters. But, like, who are these people? <laughs> who the fuck are these right. goons? They're just dudes with cameras. And this guy has um, an like aggressively like when, unfunny Twitter feed. I don't like when people kiss and tell. Well, he's 20. Three yeah. or something. He, I call is, sex is hotline rep- operators just to ask to speak to their supervisor. Whoa. 
Oh, that's so dumb. He's he's not aggressively defending Ryan Adams on his Twitter feed, is he? Is he not? He's not getting angry. No, he's mm-hmm. not as salty about about an unknown songwriter. So yeah. I say Kate, who's actually pretty funny on and the gram, super banger. Go get it. Yeah, she is so hot. Get what you want. Yeah, get after it, girl. If you can get it, get it. Yes. Yeah, but uh, what else guy? is going on, Kate? I know. Hey. She likes comedians, obviously. Hangs out at the Laugh Factory and picks up twenty-one-year-old. Yes, but if you see this Matt That's- Rife guy, he's posting pictures of himself shirtless, and I get why she's after him, not for his comedy. Right, he's handsome. He's handsome, and he's yoked. Whereas Pete Davidson, I'm not. I'm not sure what's going on there. Oh no, he looks. He looks like he's afflicted. This Pete Davidson, he looks unwell. Yeah, but there's there's a cure. It seems like. Right. Yeah. Maybe he's taking the cure. Uh, Kate, what else is going on? Um, I have a story here from pop star singer Carly Rae Jepsen of that immensely annoying song, Call Me Maybe. Here's my number. So call (laughs) me maybe. I just met you. Brian used to sing it to the kids all the time. And this is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Call me maybe. So here's my number. Okay. <laughs> Call me maybe. Everyone's ears are bleeding. Is she British? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, so she was um, she was on the Beats One radio show. She was telling a story about how she once witnessed Seal, singer Seal, devour, bite the slice on a private jet. I could an entire loaf me. of gluten-free bread. Slice by slice. Dry. And we're never no. going to survive. And she filmed it. Unless. And she filmed it. I eat all this pumpernickel. <laughs> so why was she on a private jet with Seal? You might ask. Good question. Sponsored um, by They Wonder. were also on that plane was Michael Bolton. They were booked to perform at um, a gala with David Foster Foundation's gala in, in Canada somewhere, Winnipeg. How about that Canada? barbell? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Michael Bolton, Carly Rae Jepsen, and Seal. That's very interesting. Um, usually these private jets are hosted. Like this Seal must have been very hungry. <laughs> she said, he opened the bread, he removed a piece, he closed the bread, he ate the whole piece, nothing on it. Then he did it all over again until the whole bro- bread, no. bread loaf was gone. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I'd tap out after like one, one bread. Even with somebody. <laughs> Um, wow. Yeah. This is, this should be, this should be bigger news. This should be like, this should be as big as the Michael Jackson Neverland doc. Just lots of people. I want to talk about that. Eating dry bread. Did you guys talk about that without me? We talked about it a little bit earlier. Okay. We'll hold that thought. Um, apparently Stevie Nicks is a bit, she's also a bit nuts. She's 70. Yeah. I guess I thought she was probably 65, so it wasn't far yeah, off. Anyway, yeah. she has a collection of shawls, yeah. which would rival Johnny Depp's bangle collection. She has thousands of shawls, She's and she known keeps them, them in a temperature-controlled mm-hmm. vault. Yeah. Um, I've had enough of Stevie Nicks. Got to be honest. I've had just a fuck enough of her. <laughs> I've had an ass full of Stevie she Nicks. She was in that uh, – Also, she, she featured prominently in the Jimmy Iovine documentary. Oh, she yeah. did. He got, yeah, he he got that ass. Well, yeah, yeah, and she hid. And then she right? cheated on him with Tom Petty. And she had to hide in in his like 
uh, bedroom while Tom Petty was out there. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I recall that. Landslide's a pretty awesome song. Yeah, it's a, I, I've heard it, though. Like, I, I don't need to hear it anymore. I've heard it. I've heard enough. I've heard it. I've heard the Dixie Chicks sing it. Yeah. I think. Smashing Pumpkins. I've heard a lot of people sing that yeah. song. Yeah, but yep. Not the original. Um, I'm out. She also says, as long as I take care of myself, I'm still going to do this when I'm 80. There's so many things I want to do. I want to do another record. I want to make a mini series. I want to go back to American Horror Story. I didn't know she was, she was on, on that. that? Um, and she says, she tells herself, do it now because you're spry. You're in good shape. You can still do the splits. You can still dance she, on stage and wear a short skirt and high six-inch heels. She fired Lindsay Buckingham. She's very fond like, of herself. How are you going out as Fleetwood Mac? Without Lindsay Buckingham in the Agree. band. Agree. Yes. Agree. Agree. Wait, the Mac is still there. Wait, there is no. Oh, Mac is there. Oh, I don't know. I just thought she's, one was. She's the keyboard player. Hmm. Right. Well, then. Anyway. It's just Mick Fleetwood, and then. And then, do they give Buckingham or anybody else a. Like part of that title? Part of the name? Hmm. No. It's just Fleetwood Mac. And then, but then they fired Lindsay Buckingham, who was like. The heart and soul. Yeah. And they replaced him with the guy from Crowded House and the guy from Tom Petty. Yeah. And I mean, I don't mean to dis- diminish her talent, but she sounds no. crazy. No. Oh, yeah. She's nuts. She's a witch. And also, she sounds annoying. Uh, yeah. I've had enough of her. <laughs> it's a hard stance. I mean. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out on Stevie Nicks. Wow. I've been out on her for a while. I only know one Kylie song. Kylie Jenner. Um, yeah, you don't need to know anymore. Kylie Jenner. Officially the world's youngest, um, self-made in quotes, billionaire. Yes. Good. Billion. Where does the air. billion, like, how could she have that much, mu- much more money than, okay, than uh, so her she had this cosmetics company and then cosmetics. she made a deal with this Ulta beauty, with these Ulta beauty stores. So her, her revenue climbed like 10% last year. So to an estimated 60 million. And then Forbes also value says that her Kylie cosmetics company is valued at at least 900 million. Yep. She's super popular with the millennial. It's, she basically had such a huge social media following that she was able to convert a yeah. lot of those followers Dude, into cosmetics into customers. Cosmetics. I, I recognize I'm fully out of the game. But I, I, I'm aware of who she is, but I would think Kim is 10 times more famous than her sister. Yeah. Well, she might, she's more well known. I think that Kylie, from a different, probably a different demographic, is equally well known. Yeah. She's a mogul. Yeah. Good for her. Mm. I got I'm all not the sure money. about the All because her sister yeah. fucked okay. Brandy's brother. I, and, yeah. yeah. And taped it. Yeah. Mom. And, and then her mom marketed it. Yeah. Well, I would call Kim way more self-made. Well, she had yeah. she had they were, that Ray They J. were nobody. They were nobody, yeah. and and she had sex with Ray J and filmed it, yep. or he filmed it, and the mom marketed it. Yes, and the mom and the momager, and it worked really kicked off they, her career. With they that. saw what it did for her friend Paris Hilton. Yeah, when her sex tape went public, and they're like, "Oh, we're going to do that too, but we're going to do it better. We're going to shoot it, make it look good." And then sell it. I gotta say, Paris seems a lot cooler these days than she used to be. Yeah. Um, breaking news is that I just saw on Twitter before the show started. Courtney Kardashian, the oldest Kardashian. The big mm-hmm. No, 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 that's Chloe. The smallest. She's the, the cute the, one. The tiny one. Yeah. 
she's currently getting deep dicked by none other than Blink One Eighty Two drummer Travis Barker. New couple alert. Is he the the conspiracy theory guy? No, that's Tom DeLonge. That is such a weird, random yeah. couple. Well, they probably live by each other in, in Bassus. So, new couple alert. Mm-hmm. Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian. She's really gone off brand with that one. Yeah, interesting. Um, Britney Spears' dad is said to have had a, an exploded colon. Oh! <laughs> Did he? It's spontaneously colon, ruptured He had some colon blow cereal? Remember that SNL yeah. sketch? Yes. I didn't know Super you could survive it. Uh, a ruptured well, colon. They, isn't that, doesn't probably that, I, isn't that septic? Well, they could go in there. I don't know. I'm not a physician. They but tried I, they to could clean it up. Yeah, I think they've done that. Now. And then they so can when, re. They can. Att- did it? It was yes. like an Elvis situation, like a white knuckler on the toilet, or he? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I That's honestly don't know. But it, I think it's, it's a really mystery. Makes me uncomfortable yeah. talking about it. Wow. Britt Brit had to postpone her um, upcoming Vegas residency. Oh yeah. They to got help her out care there for, him, for him the first time, yeah. so now she's going to help him recover. She's again. under conservatorship, and he's the conservator. How do you get she that back? Does not look. She looks. I don't think you can get. I it mean, back. she it's looks impossible. so yeah, desperate like, she's, to this, escape this is her like life. Fifteen years yeah. ago, right? I mean, can you? I know. Some guy did a whole podcast. I think it's called like "What Really Happened" or something. I don't think that's it, but it's something or the real story. I can't remember. I just what it's feel called. like you should but be able to claim a, your life back at some point. Yeah, yeah, but he's he. According to the podcast I heard, and that's how I get all my information, is through podcasts. Fair. We're delivering is, news. It's almost impossible for her to, to get it back. It's very difficult. I want her to refuse to perform anymore. Yeah. I just yeah. want her to say, I'm done. Yeah. I'm not doing it. You're all parasites a, living she's off a me. cash cow. And I'm done. And she can't, I'm go she back can't even write a check. And I'm going to teach cheer at the local high school yep. and bake peach cobblers and hang out how's, with Jamie Lynn. And how's K-Fed? our kids can just like grow up in Louisiana. How about when her kid, her sister had a kid when she was 16 and they tried to say it was her like teenage boyfriend's <laughs> kid, but really um, she was uh, impregnated like yeah. by a Hollywood manager who was an adult. Mm. At least that's a conspiracy. Uh, Kate, what else? Um, so I have a bit of a spoiler about the next Bachelorette. So if you don't want oh, to know such a good season. who this will be, stop listening now. Yep. Reality Steve, um, who is the king of spoilers to do with The Bachelor, has it on good info that it will be none other than 23-year-old former pageant queen from Alabama, Hannah G., who was, I think, the fifth to be. No, Hannah B., Sorry, Hannah B. Yeah. I meant Hannah Because there's a, there's a Hannah G I and Hannah a Hannah B. B. Yeah. Hannah B was, I think, the fifth to be oh. picked off. She was intensely annoying. So yeah, another ate, reason for grub. me, another reason for me she not to watch The Bachelor. <laughs> she ate a grub. Um, she has a very annoying Southern accent. But eating a grub, also, did they make it like so Fear Factor or she just did it for it was fun? A, like, it, it was Fear Factor-esque. She's got one of those yeah. annoying, bubbly, overly bubbly, inauthentic, happy all the pa- time a, personalities um, where she, there's nothing behind the eyes. She was in it's the like, Miss USA she's, pageant. She's dead behind the eyes. Which is the lesser version of the Miss America. We discussed this on the Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast. You know, Michelle has never mm, cared about any podcast I've been a part of. But when she heard yeah. that I knew Reality Steve, she's like, really? 
How do you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. We will be having Reality Steve on soon. Mm. Uh, Kate, anything else? Well, that's all in the news. Oh, okay. Or what do you guys have? Any movie, book, TV, podcast recommendations? No. Anyone? I gotta say, good? I, I, I'm in a rut with uh, like different Netflix things and shows. Like, I tried that Don Cheadle Black Monday. I just don't like the goofy genre. I yeah. like he- I like Don Cheadle a lot. But it's like Trayvon Free is a writer on that show. He's not. He's not playing Buck Swope in that. I saw you had a fro. Yeah, it's just it's playing it like I don't know. I don't. I don't. I just Goofy's not for me. I'm not saying it's a bad show. It's just not for me. Yeah. And I just want to get into a show again. I haven't. Yeah. I don't know. You got any? Game of Thrones is coming back soon. Oh, here's the thing. They they have dragons on that show, right? Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. Fucking out. <laughs> on the yeah. hardest of paths. What the? The bad guys have one of the dragons now. Oh, cool! That's great. Yeah, I know. That's great. He and he incinerated so the wall in one fell swoop. Too. So good, and also John Snow. Oh, yeah. And Khaleesi fucked, and but they're apparently they're related, and they don't oh, know that's it. Cool. Whoopsie! You know, you know, the moment I, think, I turned off that show was the moment he opened yeah. his eyes. They're like, oh, great, he came back to life. Then I was yeah. just out. <laughs> yeah, that witch brought him Off back to life. Forever. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, We watched um Pen15 on Hulu. Oh, that show's funny. I just saw an it's interview with those girls. It looked pretty funny. It's, it's really funny. funny They're really, really talented. Yeah. And in the interview, the new- the, the, they look like young women, and then they play right. like 13-year-olds, right? Yeah, just, so just they play like themselves. They, they play like, themselves at thirteen, yeah. and then the whole the rest of the cast is is actually is thirteen. Actually thir- it's, yeah, really it's pretty funny. funny. There, I, I would it. say the new Alana and Abby. Yeah, they're funny. Really funny. Ten, fifteen, and I'm um, about to get into episode the second part of the Leaving Neverland, yeah. which is one of the more disturbing. It's pretty good things that I've I like I've it. watched. And- Ed's Ed's tuned out because he gets the gist. Bad parents, and I agree. Bad parents, yeah. Shitty parents. No, I need to know every. I need, I need milk to know every single yeah, detail. Yeah. If this was ten hours long, I would watch all ten hours. I need to know about these guys' lives after Michael shunned them for younger versions. I want to know what their what became of them in the interim between now and then. I want to know what he talked about with Harrison Ford in that one place. Yeah, I can't believe Harrison can just give away the bullwhip. That's a prop. Yeah, it's not his to give away. That's true. Here's the whip. Yeah, well, Brian and I were I like, he's what? a big star. Um, uh, okay. And I really like my book, Bad Blood, about oh, Theranos. Oh, Elizabeth Theranos. Holmes. Theranos, Elizabeth Holmes. Great. Oh, yes. that's so, crazy woman. Yeah. It's so good. If they need to make a movie she like about Steve it. Jobs. Uh, okay, that's it. That's it. Great job all the way around. I feel like you want me to stop talking. This has been episode 258 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast for Ed Daly, for Kate McManus. I'm Brian Beckner. We'll see you next week. Oh yes, the lifestyle's baller Podcasts getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner, quick to dissect The week in sports and culture and whatever 
Plus you know there's Kate with a C But she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me Talking loud comers, conundrums, my brothers Brother you in some movies and shows and the others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.